you are. Hitting record because I cannot wait to talk UFC, whatever number it was. <laughs> but before that, Raph, you were covering fights, and apparently our man Rich Leroy, who's back on the line, we've missed you. Um, I'm, I'm using the word missed pretty loosely. Raph, Favorite. what fights were you covering? I want to hear about this. I was covering a kickboxing Muay Thai event called Fighters Rep. And it is amazing. And it just so happens that Rich knows some of the guys who were fighting on the card. And it's always great when I see the Sit Young Tong guys coming out because I go, ah, more than likely, Rich knows those guys. So it is always yeah. interesting. Uh, Rich, who did you have on the card that you knew who was fighting? We had Mark Batista in uh, – it was just a regular three-round fight. And he, I think he won by TKO. Yes, the he did. homeboy brought it through with a TKO win. And that was actually his first sanctioned Muay Thai fight also. Really? Yeah, that dude's dope. He was, no, I was very impressed was, with him, yeah. He was like a pro skater back in the day, and he just like started training like not even that long ago, and he did like, sm he did a smoker fight last weekend, <laughs> and then he did this fight. <laughs> what a world these guys live or in. like this a, is... an ex exhibition fight around there. I always laugh because... I like the idea if Kevin and I were fighting, that was all that we would do for two yeah. months. We wouldn't say like, hey, you know, is there a grappling competition? Yeah, we'll do that, too. That would be our sole focus is, OK, that's all we can do. One uh, the fact thing. One <laughs> thing. Especially... And we're talking like, Kev, I, I interviewed some of these guys where I at least kind of went and touched base with them afterwards. And some of them were like, even the ones who lost were like. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking to get on another card. I might fight MMA in a couple weeks. And I'm like, how? Well, that's a weird part about this to me, Rich. Give us some knowledge. Do How do you know your guys there? Just training partners, people that you um, you train? And do they yeah. do other stuff? Like, what's the, what's the so Muay Thai? Mark, Mark, he's a straight Muay Thai guy. And then I also, we also had uh, Wilson Ha. I think he had a little title defense fight, and he, uh, he won. And both of them are just Muay Thai guys. Um, I think there's this like thing where Muay Thai guys or kickboxing guys like they jump back and forth between MMA and the stand-up stuff. And uh, I don't know, man. So just like pick one. I feel like I feel like if they I feel like if they lose in one, they're like, oh fuck it, I'm just an MMA fighter. Fuck this kickboxing fight. And if they lose in MMA. If they lose an MMA, they're like, uh, you know, I'm not really a grappler. I'm more of a stand-up guy. So, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I use all times at grappling. Like, just more of a stand-up guy. You know, I'm just, I, it's like, do you train Muay Thai? No. I just know that this isn't the thing. But then Muay Thai to me, especially the fights, Raph, I'm always curious, especially live, because they're violent. To me, they're way more violent than most forms of fighting, even sometimes more than MMA. How were the fights? The kickboxing fights? Kickboxing, Muay Thai, those things. To me, it's yeah. just so aggressive. Tim, I really they wish you could brutal. understand. Uh, so, you know, it's hard to multitask, and I didn't really get the chance to watch fights. Because here's the, the most difficult thing about covering fights when you are watching kickboxing as opposed to MMA. With MMA, I feel I can multitask a little bit harder and easier, but... When you go to a kickboxing event, the action moves so fast, you really can't take your eyes off of it for too long because they break it up every three seconds if you're not like if you're clinching or anything. So as a result of that, 
you know, it's not like we're MMA where you go, this takedown's going nowhere. Let's just take a little snooze and look down at the fights. This is more like you're watching it go on. You go, let me look down. Oh, and he's knocked out. Okay, well, that was fun. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but Kev, I will say I was ringside and I got some video and I'm pretty sure I put up video of uh, Batista's uh, win because nice. I definitely got footage of a number of the guys who I was like, oh, that's impressive. Oh, that's cool. And the thing I love about Fighters Rep is is George Francis, who runs it, uh, like, he just comes up to me and he was like, dude, you got a dope shot. And I was like, yeah, I did, dude. <laughs> and he's just, like, gassing out and he's just laughing his ass off and being like, dude, that was, that was sick. And I was like, I didn't do it. I just filmed it, dog. These guys did the hard work. So uh, we'll put up some of those a little bit later. I do want to point out one thing, which is I did get to see a little bit of the main event of the UFC because – it's not for a good reason, Kev. Oh, it's for a bad reason? Yeah. So John okay. Jones bad or like other type of bad? No, other type of bad. Excellent. There was there was a how vicious you, How do you even How do you even get to John Jones bad? Criminal implications. It's a, it's just criminal <laughs> or drug-based implications. If you believe like, in like, yourself a lot, Rich, you could accomplish like, all things through Christ. <laughs> Like the kid I didn't steal the ear in the background? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> like that, child. You neither confirmed nor denied if you had stolen before the show. We ask there the tough questions talk. of our guests even before we go on air. So here's the kind of, like, yikes and then okay of it all. I believe it was Christian Williams who got a vicious knockout in his fight. To the point where we had to take a break and let an ambulance kind of do their thing. Oh, I have sure. good news to report. I believe that Brandon Nash's, uh, I believe all of his tests came back negative. So we're hoping for the best for him. But it was rough. And here's the dilemma I have, which is I also got a good visual of that knockout. And I had people come up to me and being like, are you going to put that up? And I go, I kind of want to see if the other guy's okay. <laughs> You know, like, I don't, as much as I want to say, like, good job, dude. Like, Christian, you, you fucking knocked somebody out clean. That was beautiful. It's also like, hey, everybody, give me some more SEO, because yay, murder. What what did he get knocked out with? Uh, well, it was a very, very clean uh, kick over. And you'll have to forgive me. I'll, I'll send you the clip so you can see it. But it was interesting, because the first time I saw it, I was like, my sister thought he got kicked in the chest because they kept putting ice on his chest. And then I went back and I was like, I don't know about that. The second time I looked at it, it looked like it was a kick to the throat. The third mm. time I saw it, I believe it was, kick. Well, I believe it was actually right on the chin. So when I looked Ooh, at it a third okay. time, like he he got it real clean in there, dude. And it was Dang. it's so hard to explain that I can't believe I had to watch it three times just to kind of get the right call <laughs> on what it was. And the thing is, I have it on video, but the precision of Christian Williams's kick was very, very something to behold, because I don't even feel like he fully extended all the way. I think it was just something he felt and he timed it right and he hit it right on the button. So nice. As a result of that, they were like, well, we're going to take a break. Smoke them if you got them kind of a thing. And as a result of that, uh, it just happened to be right at the tail end of the cyborg fight, which not super exciting, but okay. 
And then on the other side, I got to see the full Holloway and Frankie Edgar fight. So I do want to talk about this, Kevin. Go ahead. I'm All right. In. Okay. I th- now, are you going to start talking about concession stand food, or are you going to disappoint me here and keep talking about the fights? I'm going to talk about concession stand food. Because, yes! Yes! Well, okay, if you're going to bring this up, I want to pull this out, because there were some very nice people. You know when you're in that wait time, and Rich, you've seen this, where there's an intermission, and you go, why is there an intermission now? And this is one where you yeah. kind of understand where you go, well, That's we like before this. every fight that I've ever had. <laughs> and as a fighter, it's got to feel the worst because you're just sitting there going, okay, it's my turn and go get food. All right. Fuck you guys. Right. So, because everybody's in a weird place, I will say the very nice gentleman uh, over from this one jerky company, it is the all beef natural Abe's famous jerky came over and gave me some free spicy hot jerky. So thanks to them. That sounds great. It was very sweet of them. Why do they give you free jerky? I don't know, Kevin. Because they could sense. They were like, if ever a guy that could use some dehydrated beef. (laughs) That hardworking journalist. They just saw Raph and they're like, like, this guy needs some fucking jerky. That guy looks calorie starved (laughs) and we fear for our safety. You know the the equivalent of like, this guy fucks, but for food? That's me. (laughs) This guy (laughs) likes to eat. So it was very sweet of them, but it, it felt more akin to, hey, everybody. Very awkward. I know, I know. Here's some jerky, okay? Is everybody cool? And I was like, I'm fine, but this is making it weird. Anyway, no, they were very sweet. So Abe's famous jerky. Thank you very much. That was very adorably sweet of you. Here's what I want to talk about when I was watching the Frankie Edgar and Max Holloway fight. Now, both of you, I think, saw it going the same way. Correct, Kevin? I did, and this is the fight I pirated the most amount of clips for to watch. Yeah, because I had started the whole thing by seeing Frankie Edgar walk off in what looked like an emotional departure. And I was like, oh, my God, someone broke his leg. No, no. I mean, kind of. But no, he didn't break it. It was just a normal Holloway sort of uh, effing up. Yeah. That's what I would call it. It was like Holloway even has these modes. To me, in the fourth round, you can tell if he likes a fighter or not. It's like if he likes you, he kind of does this. Which is where he just peppers you up and wins and wins. If he doesn't like you, I guess second or third because this wasn't a title. But if he doesn't like you, he'll like go into the center and be like, "Bang, bro!" It didn't do that this time. It seemed like he's just like, ah, "I'm good. I just want to beat up Frankie with some dignity." Now, Rich, I want to ask you this. Approach. It was respectful. Yes, it was respectful. I want to ask you this, Rich, because uh, Kevin and I famously never in the cage, but you famously in the cage for a lot of fights. When locked and loaded, see... you might remember. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> when you do see or are a fighter, maybe in your past, I don't know. But when you do see a number of takedowns getting stuffed, what does that do to the heart of a fighter? Especially one with Frankie Edgar going, I need that to be my bread and butter. And now Max is stuffed so many it's becoming statistically insignificant. I mean, it's the same as if you're throwing a lot of punches and they're not landing. <laughs> Just not not scoring with your main thing. It's probably frustrating as hell. Well, talk yeah, to me about the weight distribution, though. Energy-wise, those can't be the mm-hmm. same. Like, you can kind of toss a jab, right? But if you really commit oh, you to mean a takedown, aren't are you stuffed? starting yeah, to you're, get you're pretty... Gonna be, you're going to get gassed, for sure. Yeah. Mm. Takedowns are, like, the things that take the most energy, especially fucking stuffed ones. 
So maybe don't make it sound like it's wakeboarding. It's like trying to climb K2. Like when you're trying to take someone down and they're like, go fuck yourself. That does have to sting a scotch more. Absolutely. We coaxed it out. So while we've never been in the cage, we will lead the witness. Rich, you, you disagree. No. I mean, I am, in terms of, have you had a fight specifically like that where you did attempt multiple takedowns just stuffed? Um, takedowns. No, I've had a fight, though, that I was trying to, I, I couldn't really land any of my fucking striking. And I basically gassed out from it, and I was, like, mentally, like, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> the moment you kind of wish that you have the Iron Man Jarvis, and you're like, all right, Jarvis, what do we do now? <laughs> like, all right, I've exhausted all my options. Fresh I, out I of was... ideas. <laughs> I will say, though, that <laughs> the stuffing, though, it, it did seem to deplete a lot of Frankie's resources. And that's problematic when you have somebody with Holloway striking and his reach. And at a certain point, I saw Holloway was getting a little bloody nosed, but then they would clean him up in between rounds and he looked like a million bucks. Whereas Frankie was just getting worse <laughs> for the wear. Like, all they did yeah, was just like kind of mashed up take a little bit of a, a towel and then I'd look over and I go, Oh man, Max is looking a little busted. And from my very, very terrible view of where I was watching it. And then all of a sudden they'd clean him up and I go, he looks the same. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. Frankie though. He oh, kind of no. always looks like that. Like Max Holloway has fighter face <laughs> to the worst. <laughs> so does Frankie Edgar. Honestly, like talk about two people that walk in and be like, it's not going to hurt. Let's do this. Let's trade some punches. It's not gonna hurt. So I'm not gonna look any worse. I might look better. They might fix something <laughs> DJ Penn did four years ago. So Kev, Rich, I'll go to this one to Rich actually. What's next for Max Holloway in your opinion? Because <laughs> it does seem like he's showing a fairly dominant uh, series of fights. Do you see anybody that could maybe mix it up and give him a good series of fight? Do you feel that Connor's the right fight for him? Where do you feel is the right next move for him? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Connor is like so questionable. Yeah. Uh, that would be a fucking dope fight for sure. But um, I mean, I almost think that he needs to move up to 55, but he already did that. Yeah. And uh, he lost. But maybe just do it again. I don't know. I mean, somebody needs to do something fucking... Somebody needs to mix it up a little bit when they fight him at 45. I mean, yeah. Can't fucking really... Can't really strike with that guy. Because, like, the only other people to hold that title have been, well, Jose Aldo. And yeah. I don't really think that's in the equation right now. Conor McGregor. And then Jose Aldo again. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's a not like it's a shallow field. You know what? Let's put let's put BJ Penn in there. No, dude. BJ no, Penn, and I heard the, the laughing background. Whoever was laughing in the background you, is right. That no, is the correct you response. Drew, Drew, right now that he should not be laughing at that. That's terrible. I love BJ Penn. <laughs> well, I don't know why we're not just going to address the elephant in the room that did yeah, steroids during most of her 20s and early 30s. How come Chris Cyborg and Holloway can't bang this out? <laughs> just settle it like you do. I mean, really, just make it a catchway. He fights 145. She comes in at whatever she is. 
Nobody? Just... No, I I think Rich is probably intercepting some of his own drugs on the side. You're... <laughs> I... <laughs> I think that that would be a fantastic matchup. We should uh, we should send Dana White a message. Even though it's not like... On, in, on, on Instagram where he'll see it. Can I also tell you guys how this whole Nick Lentz, who, by the way, is a friend of the show, so I, I don't understand exactly how this works, but it's kind of weird when we know somebody that we have, like, a very, like, favorable kind of, like, oh, yeah, we interact on Instagram, or we know each other, and that's cool. And he likes our posts, he likes our memes, and then all of a sudden you see him getting into it with BJ Penn, and you go, oh, okay, well, that's fun. Good for you guys. BJ Penn's done, right? So we're done. Cut to several hours later. Yeah, we're going to make that fight because you guys don't understand. Uh, you know, BJ Penn, he was terrorizing me. And, uh, the, yeah, that's why we're going to make that fight. Uh, Dana, didn't you just famously say that BJ Penn would never fight in the UFC again? I mean, he was terrorizing me. So uh, what am I going to do? I'm powerless. Plus, he saw that picture of BJ Penn going neon belly on that strip club bouncer and was like, the guy's still got it. He can handle a bouncer. Way better of a fight is the bouncer. Uh, Kev, you bring up Cyborg, though. By the way, and ESPN has a headline that says, Lentz, BJ Penn harasses me and my wife, which, again, it's like, wait, what? Oh, All right. No. Welcome to the UFC coverage, ESPN. It's a whole barrel of TMZ. Maybe I should just call, or maybe we should get in talk, contact with Nick and be like, what did you do? He's just trying to find his avenue. I guess, dude. Time. But there are other <laughs> streets and avenues he could be taking as well. Hey, man, he's he's going to try them all, you know? <sighs> all right. Well, we'll reach out to Nick, and I'll see if he's favorable, and then we can curse him out on the show and be like, listen, dog, <laughs> we don't know what happened, but you just Instagram challenged this dude who... You know, and I thought about it. Kev, it does make actually some sense, in case you are wondering. BJ Penn is currently 16-15-2. When he loses this fight, it will be 16-16-2. And, and I think that's just a nice, even set of numbers. I couldn't agree more. It feels better. 16-15-2 feels like you're missing one. Yeah. Because can you also imagine being 17, 15, and 2? He's going to have to fight three more times. I know. <laughs> what I, I was like 16, 15. I go, oh, they want to beef that up so it's an even 50. I get you guys. Yeah, I Good hope he you. doesn't tie because 16, 15, 3 hurts. <laughs> God, let's not put that out there. Um, okay. Let's, let's talk a few of these other fights because I think it is important to go over what we need to go over. Um, let's do it. Frankie Edgar, that was okay and good for them. Is Chris Cyborg, I didn't again not much of a surprise there. It was what it was. Uh, Jeff Meow and Nico Price though. Let's chat about this. Did either of you guys get to see this knockout? No. Okay, Kevin, no. I'm about to send it to you. Rich, I'll send it to you. Um, let, let me just ask this as a, a base though. Uh, in your experience, you go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, Rich. In your experience, what is it like striking from bottom uh, in fights? And Do he doesn't feel... mean oh, in fights. Is this the is this the dude that had the knockout from the bottom? Yes. Dude, that fucking shit was unreal. Sorry for my language. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're fine. Let me uh, see if I can describe it to you as only Reddit MMA could encapsulate it. Uh, the Reddit MMA headline says, Nico Price shows Randy Brown that wrestling isn't real and knocks him out from bottom. Wait, when did this happen? Yeah, this was this weekend. This was the third a fight on the main card. I thought he was fighting. So is that Jeff Neal? That's who he's fighting there? Oh, no. Hey, wait, hold on. Nah, man. Hands of Steel won by KO like I said he would. I was just going to say. I was like, that wasn't from this weekend. Good call. Thank you. Like I Sorry. said he would. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. We, we, I was like, because now I need that. to change uh, the win <laughs> column for Jeff Neal because I had Nico Bryce and I, I would have put that, I think, to memory. Maybe not. Thank you. I, I was like, wait, I thought this wasn't this weekend either, but somebody sent it to me. Perhaps like savoring the moment, my journalistic instincts <laughs> that even come near yours. It feels great. It, it feels I feel old. I'd rather you correct it before the, it goes out on the official verbal tap transcripts. And, and we're going to have people calling us for years for that. As you heard from our bloviating guest, he did correctly <laughs> call that. So he knew something. Well, Rich, why did you feel that that was going to be a knockout? Um, which one? Jeff Neal. Because he's got fucking hands of steel, bro. It is. It's right there in the and, name. Well, honestly, can I be honest with you? Yeah. He's got a. He's got the chest of a gladiator. Yeah. Now that I'm looking at the pictures, I don't know what I was thinking. The fact that you're like Raff Raff. No, but seriously. Look at this man's chest. <laughs> Dude, all the guys I said had big chests won. Yeah, okay. Well that that's a good And and I don't I don't know if that's true, but I'm going with it. It's not, but here's some good news. <laughs> <clears throat> In the next fight, Armand Taskurian, or Taskyan, if you would, uh he won by decision. This hurt both so, of us. Yeah, that one was rushed, I'm sure, for both of you. Meanwhile, Christoph Jocko gets a split decision. It was a split decision? Yeah. That was the guy against Mark Andre something? No, this Bar- was a guy against Baruto, whom yeah. you you Baruto? said, and I quote, Baruto by KO. <laughs> and we said, well, you only need to pick him. You don't have to say how it ends. And you said, Fuck that. It's going to end by KO. <laughs> so the fact that Chotko won the like split decision, <laughs> to me, I think I win that twice. Right? Uh, hey, think what you want, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, hands of steel won by KO, all right? <laughs> I like this. This is a fun. Just, Rich, is gonna go back. Rich is just going to keep going no matter what shit you talk. He's going to be like, did you forget Hands of Steel, my friends? I I didn't notice that, uh, you know, I I got the tattoo. Who had better tattoos? I got them mixed up, you know. I, I chose the it, wrong guy. Uh, let me say this. Viviana Ruo uh, wins the decision, uh, beats up Alexis Davis pretty well. Hakeem Dawadu. Uh, gets a vicious head kick that was really fun to watch. I did see some of these fights uh, when I was catching up on them a little bit later. <clears throat> Gavin Tucker had a very nice submission. Wait, Kev, did um, Rich call a submission by a rear naked choke for Gavin Tucker? He did not. Of course I did. Of course I did. Uh, <laughs> did not. I will say Let's he got that, that fight Jeff. correct because I chose Choi 
Um, you know, because Canada, it's a weaker population. <laughs> yeah, how did that whole Canada versus Brazil thing work out? Fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Me- meanwhile, further down the line, Davison Figueroa versus Alexandri ends with a decision that goes for Davison. Then we've got Julian Robertson who defeats Sarah Frada via TKO elbows and Eric Koch defeats Kyle Stewart via decision. Kevin Koch, Koch or Coke? Coke. You know, no, I say it the way I want to say it. Chris Coke versus Kyle yeah. Stewart. Do you ever know that some people just spell their names a certain way, and when they say it, you look at them and you go, that's wrong. That's a lot of my life. I look at the way it's written and I go, I won't. I refuse. And that's a I lot of one of those last names. <laughs> well, but if you'll recall, there was a certain point where I go, off air, I just go, hey, Rich, I'm going to say your name however the goddamn I want. Just look into the camera and say nice things. All right. And we're on air. Hey, I'm here with Rich Leroy. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> uh, Rich is definitely one of those people that I had to, like, double check Kev right before we went to air because he was sitting right next to me. And normally I have the safety of being on a Skype call with most of these people. And he's just sitting right there. And I go, it's... Spells Leroy, but am I saying it right? He goes, no. And I go, okay. <laughs> well, I might just have you say your own name then because it looks like Leroy. And yet, now I say it perfectly. Um, Kev, do we have some results that we should talk about? I have the score, and I'm not going to count Jotko as a double win, though I think I should. I don't think you can. I have the score <laughs> as six to five myself. In really? a in a harrowing no. but close defeat. Well, one fight was canceled. Is that information true, Raph? Uh it is. I, I can verify it. Why do you feel the need to double verify, Rich? Well, because I just gotta double check, you know. I mean I feel like Kevin could just say whatever he wants, whether well, it's you, true or not. You swept the middle card. I'm happy to send you the uh the picks, but I have lost way more of these than would be uh, permissible had I been. But you are always welcome to go back to the tape. And if you can prove beyond reasonable doubt, uh, I've yet to meet a fighter who has that energy, but can't wait to see if you're the one. No, I have you as you swept the main card, the middle card. I did much better on the main card, though. You and I both missed on Mercier, which effed. One fight was canceled. No Giacomo yes. Lemos. You yes. also did not have Cyborg, I'll remind you. You had Spencer. And I, I did. know. I, uh, and, I and, on that one. and on the skin of my say. ass, I took two split decisions, which is super helpful. <laughs> and I will say this. <laughs> this is important that you guys know this because uh, I want to ask if Rich called this one. But, Kevin, on the record, did – Rich call the end of the Tanner Bosser and Giacomo Lemos fight as being canceled due to an unspecified banned substance. He did not. I don't see either of us oh. making a note that drugs would be involved in this fight not happening. Well, that just goes to show you. I it. do see a note about both of us thinking their tattoos would play a factor. So needles, but we were we were adjacent. We weren't spot on. <laughs> What was the... Rich, are you asking what the bet was? What? 
what were you asking there? Sorry, I cut you off. You said you said you said that he had a he was positive for a banned substance. Yes, on July 25th, the bout was scrapped due to Lemos testing positive for an unspecified banned substance. It was banned two days before the event. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even hear about that. I heard it was canceled. I didn't know why. And it was one where, uh, you know, <clears throat> we do these things a week out in advance. And then we just pray to the MMA gods. We make it with most of the card. And there have been times where fights have been canceled. I think there was one time where a, a fight card was so scrapped so terribly. I had to message both Kevin and the guest and go, would you guys like to change your picks? <laughs> <laughs> because there are some things that have happened. Like they switch fighters from the undercard to the main card going up against another fighter. It's just, it's chaos. <clears throat> so when, what we tell people is we're like, listen, it goes out a certain way, but it's on everybody else to make it happen. So when I saw that they had scrapped that fight and I think I was just finished training that day, I looked down and go, they scrapped it. Yeah, fuck it. They didn't care about that one. Moving on. <laughs> but Kev, can you tell Rich what now he has to do? Well, I tell you what, I'll definitely not take the double win on the KO, and he cannot have the win for at least picking the fight that didn't pop for the Lance Armstrong cocktail two seconds yeah. before the fight started. <laughs> Though what a horse shit dichotomy that they're like two days before it. Anyway, I stand with Lamos until the full weight of the investigatory journalism <laughs> has been realized. He owes me a shirt. I'm going to look tougher. The people in Denver are going to be like, what? that's a guy not to mess with. What is your chest size? So <laughs> send you the right shirt. Extra large. <laughs> All right. Cool. Got you. You, want the, uh, you want the American Psycho one? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. All right. I want Because there's going to be a moment where my teammates can be like, what, who's sure that make Rich Leroy? Uh, beat the shit out of him in a uh, no holds barred Muay Thai. I'm kidding. I brought it in on a podcast <laughs> back. And they're going to be like, oh, cool. Kev, can we start calling these like MMA fight pick smokers? It'll be yeah. like, yeah, get the shit out of him. <laughs> that would really up my fight, career uh, percentage. It's like, damn, man, you've been in a lot of smokers. It's like, That's why I'll never go back in. <laughs> that shit's violent. I really, for someone that does grappling, I've never seen a grappling match that made me cringe, and I've never seen a Muay Thai or a kickboxing smoker where I wasn't super envious to not be there. Like, it's yeah. just one after another on the kicks and the throws. It's aggressive. <laughs> kicks in the throat. So, let me ask this, Rich. Were you in, at all nervous about the picks going into the end of the week? Because, <clears throat> especially as a fighter, you know, you don't get asked to put it on record and say, hey, I think these guys are going to win. But did you have a certain amount of fear that you were like, uh-oh? A little bit. Maybe on like one or two of them. Okay. De def definitely on the cyborg one. Yeah, I know that one's got to hurt the most <laughs> because especially when it's a unanimous decision, it's always like yeah. everybody looks at the end of the fight and goes, who was the idiot that would have gone for Felicia Spencer? <laughs> and you just like down a beer and look like at the floor <laughs> just wondering god yeah who would... i would do that <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me highly entertained um kev do you have any kind of words of advice for for rich if he goes the route of ever picking again for fights 
Well, one, don't be afraid to physically intimidate me during the picks. That'll really do it. And you (laughs) certainly have the resume to be physically intimidating. So that's number one, because I feel like I'm not that hard to find in Denver. (laughs) Rich is like, I just have to ask two people. I know people out there. (laughs) Two. I will find you. When you come back, don't remember that this is my space, you pan's ass. Don't even come <laughs> near the king, sir. Wait, it's over under Kevin. It's not space, over like... under guy from Locked and Loaded. This is an important thing to me. I will not lose this, this title. guy from Locked and Loaded is about to explode. <laughs> <laughs> we may have to put Rich on commentary now after his good try out here, Kevin. I just like it. the idea of being like, you know, if you ever do a, a three-team uh, commentary team, you know how you need the person who's the play-by-play. You need the person who's your broadcaster, and then you need that wild card that just comes in and says the random shit. I feel like Rich could be that person who's just kaboom. <laughs> nice animal Buster's noise. On the hot dog. <laughs> well, Rich, let's ask I, this, my friend. I feel like Go ahead. I feel like the biggest mistake I made was that I, I actually did some research on the fighters on the card. What did I tell you? Yeah, don't do it. What <laughs> did I tell you? I, Kev? My, my, my science guesses did not pan out. Oh, my God. It's like I swear to God when I'm sitting there drinking with you and you go, oh, I got to I got to get home and research them. And I was like, stop that right now. <laughs> Why are you going to do that? <laughs> promise you. Yeah, And I told you, I was like, Rich, I promise you, the more research you do, the more apt you are to losing to a guy you're going to go, Kev, what was your research method? And he goes, oh, I just looked at the Wikipedia page like two minutes I had before. nine abs, Raph. I, I didn't know that lower. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that lower thing could be an ab. I thought that's where your belly button plateaued. They have abs there. <laughs> that guy has an Audi. He's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows they have better aim. <clears throat> well, button. Rich, let's ask this, dude. Uh you're obviously going to be doing uh, privates and all that sort of stuff. If people are looking to train with you and get privates, because here's the thing. I told Rich this. I'm going to start taking some striking privates with him. Now, Kev, you know this better than anybody. I'm not trying to fight people. I want to make that very clear. I just would like to learn a little bit of the science from somebody who I've seen uh, snap some motherfuckers' heads back. And I think it would be fun. Yeah. And Rich assures me that it will be fun, of which point I said, are you sure? And he goes, yeah, why not? It's going to be a blast. i tell yes. you what I'd like to do with this, the, especially when you see people hitting the pads really well. It's like, uh, I don't need to be good in a cage. But it would mm-hmm. be really cool to be able to do the different pad work. And be like, ha, 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 ha. Right, and I've never been able to understand and execute that. So I think that's where the privates would be pretty awesome. And that's the thing I'm most afraid of is I don't have those noises. I feel very weird. Like I look at a fighter and I go, yeah, that's normal for them to make those noises. But when Raph makes them, I feel like people are going to expect me to do like a funny, silly voice. I'm like, ha ha, ha, yeah, getting that shit in my head. <laughs> that's that's terrifying. Oh you should God. try that in a fight. Yeah. That, was, that was like that was like four of Raph's kicks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure that our soundboard guy goes back and gets just that well, isolated. <laughs> you know what? You know what Raph must also do every time he hits pads. He must wear tie shorts and no shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, and don't you get to put those things around like your elbows? You get to put the. They just look like oh, the puppet hits? 
Sure. And don't yeah, shut up about wearing a tie thong. And maybe we'll, we'll be on the <laughs> Joe Rogan podcast before you know it. I like that. Uh, he doesn't like, need the Papa Jits. <laughs> okay. You know, again, Kev, when I say this, and I mean it, it's so great when the fighters do the end bow to each other. Because not everybody does it. But when they do do it, there is a nice show of respect. So it's like they do the announcement of, of who wins, and then they both get to their knees, and then there's an amount of bowing. But I can never help but put myself in that situation of being like, oh, are we do it? Oh, okay. Okay. How many bows am I supposed to do? Five? Six. Okay, you're doing one more. I'm going to do one more, too. Seven. You stop bowing. Then I'll stop. God, please stop. You guys think you know you're making this. out, just exchanging numbers. <laughs> it's like, let's go to a movie soon. <laughs> Or you could do the Gabe Green uh, hugging before and after every round. Yeah, uh, this is honestly, Kev, this is one of my favorite stories about Rich, is that he fought this guy named Gabe Green. And Gabe is such good people that he ended up going in between rounds just because he had an immense amount of respect for Rich and hugged him. And I was like, oh, man, that's really cool. I'm supposed to really hate you right now, Gabe, but I really like you. That was really sweet. Meanwhile, the last time Rich was in that exact cage, he had a guy who was mean mugging him and Rich was just like holding his hands behind his back because they do that uh, pride fighting and the thing they do with all the major jujitsu organizations where they make sure they show you everybody's there. And then they had the fighters go down the walkway and stare at each other. And this dude is like seriously looking at Rich, like uh, like burning a hole through his face just with a stare. And Rich just goes. Yeah, okay, dude, we're going to fight pretty soon. Like, okay, I'll see you in a bit. Like, no big deal. And then I just looked at him and I just looked at him and I smiled with the biggest smile on my face that I could. <laughs> so to go from like the extremes where Rich is like, "Man, this guy fucking is just rude and mean." And then to go to like Gabe Green who is like, "Hugs." And Rich is like, "Yeah, dog, you're cool. All right, let's do this." It was just a very he gave cool. Me a, uh, he gave me a cookie at the weigh-in. And okay. I gave him some coconut water. Interesting. Uh, what's the weirdest thing? First of all, I want to be on the record. <laughs> if I saw someone hug you before each round, I'm booing the shit out of both of <laughs> right? I just want to be the one. You're going to be like, who's, screaming? who's booing from press row? It's me. Second, what's the weirdest thing someone's done cage-wise? I mean, I can imagine nice things would throw you off. I can imagine mean things might throw you off but you are about to fight so what's what are they really going to do what has thrown uh, you off the most in your fighting that someone did okay the only thing that threw me off honestly was i'm not going to say who but one time i in one of my fights i had somebody like i had a mounted and i was dropping some bombs on them and uh they were giving themselves a pep talk like, they were like, come on. Like, he, he was like, come on. And he said his own name. He's like, come on, you got this. Get out of here. And I was like, what the, f what the fuck is this? I, I had to, like, I stopped for a second. Like, I was dropping bombs and he was doing that. And then I stopped for a second. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Is he talking to me or himself? <laughs> That's the best. That's probably I... the one thing that, like, fucked me up the most. Yeah, all right. Was, okay. Yeah, I wasn't expecting question. you to be in the mount, but all right. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Kev, I've definitely been in a number of grappling situations where I'm like, come on, ref. Ooh, I said that out loud. <laughs> uh, okay, no, I'm, I'm really still in this, buddy. Don't worry. You give me a few seconds. I'm going to get out of here. Uh, 
But man, Rich, that's an amazing story that I'm so glad that you told us because you do wonder when things are not going well. And I've heard (laughs) cage side, a number of people talk shit to each other. I've heard a couple guys who accuse each other of not engaging, but then like hug each other like on the floor and they're not doing anything. It's like, you start, no, you start, no, you start, man. You're not doing anything. It's like, yeah, well I'm on top. Yeah. We'll do something then. And I just look at them like their, their shit talking is so bad. No one else hears this, but me and maybe the people who are cage side. Um, I've heard a lot of terrible grunts, but I've never heard anybody go, come on, Gil, you really need this for yourself, Gil. Yeah. And it was like, it was, it was near the end of the fight. Like I, I was laying some good shots on from the top and then it just threw me off. I had to stop for a sec. <laughs> well, I'm going to go the other that way. Me- I've definitely given myself pep talks. And to your point, it's only been in the saddest moments of my life that I'm like, <laughs> Kevin, you well, can do this. You can get back up. So it is pretty like traumatizing. That he was like, now's the time, Gus. Now's the time, buddy. That threw me off. <laughs> that threw me off way more than like, uh, you know, the one fight that I had that you saw with, it was like calling me in and stuff, you know, like he was egging me on the whole time, but that stuff doesn't bother me because I'm not going to fall for that trap, you know? Yeah. But the the pep talk, I was like, I, I was literally in the moment, I was like, who the fuck is he talking to? And then he said his own name and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so, and then did you, maybe, hold on, Raph, before he, go, he becomes, I want people like, did you go back to hitting him shortly after you discovered what happened? I I did, yes. Yeah. But, like, I stopped for a sec, Just, and I, like, almost lost my position. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people wear tap-out shirts thinking, I could do MMA. It's like, eh, these are good moments. You're like, Rich, what did you do after you were stunned by <laughs> knocking the fear into this person? It's like, well, I took a second, and then I proceeded to beat him up until the ref pulled me off. It's like, got it. Just not the easiest sport in the world. Well, yeah, because there are definitely going to be the people who hear this and go, so all I have to do to throw off Rich now is just give myself a pep talk, and then he's going to be so freaked out. Because I do wonder if that is part of the strategy where he goes, well, looks like you're not winning here. Why not try and show this guy you're a psychopath and see what happens? Oh, man. Oh, man, Rich, that's amazing. I don't even know what I would do because I'm I'm just so prone to in-the-moment reacting that I'm pretty sure, and, and bless you for being able to keep your goddamn mount, but I'm pretty sure I would have been like, you just said what? <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, I'll get to side control. Like, yeah, you fell for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rich, again, I'm so happy you came on the show. You've long been uh, a fan favorite here at Verbal Tap from a lot of the people who listen to us, and I know it is always great whenever I see you on a card um, but more than that, you're just a happy face to always run into at uh, fights. Even though, Kevin, I will say the last time I did run into him, I think at LXF, he said he was going to try and fuck me up uh, from inside the cage while I was <laughs> right. taking photos. And while he's still in the cage <laughs> oh, and, there are, and there are civilized people who are around me, I'm very, very without fear when I look at him back. And I was like, bring it. Come on down here. Like with my camera in are hand. Are you serious? And like, That's what you like, said? Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. Because I think if you're in the cage, it's consent to fight. You've given it. You're like, I'm here. Absolutely. But I'm not in the cage. I'm outside of the cage. He's in the cage. And he's like, he's like, I'm going to fuck you up. And I'm like, I'd like to see you try. Also, I'm going to push these three judges in front of you. Here's Cecil Peoples. (laughs) (laughs) Do something about that. 
I will run <laughs> and then I will cry. How's that sound? <laughs> but now I know the secret, which is going to be like, come on, Raph. <laughs> You've got oh, this, dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. Now I know more than I ever needed to know. Rich, if people are looking to set up privates with you or get good coaching or conditioning or strength and conditioning, where can they find you, sir? Uh, find me on Instagram, Mr. Leroy MMA, and I teach in Camarillo, Simi Valley, Santa Clarita, Monrovia. I'm all over the place. He is. He is like the plague before they knew what to do with it he's all over um kev do you have any departing words for our good friend mr leroy here can't wait to rock your gear my man next time we'll <laughs> oh, just yeah. uh have you on for a more fun fight discoveries discussion yeah. i know right <laughs> the actual good card i think okay in case you haven't been able to ascertain this fans um not a lot of us watched a lot of this fight. In fact, you know the equivalent of when you used to watch a pay-per-view on the old cable system when you would just flip back and forth to see how the fights were going and you go, I know what I need to know. That was essentially what we did here. So you can tell us we were wrong, but you probably didn't watch this fight either. So I'd be interested to see what the pay-per-view sales are. Rich, we're very much looking forward to bringing you back at another time, my friend. You are, again, a friend of the show, and we will always be glad to bring you back on. Much appreciated. Uh, I'm available, so just let me know. Please note, the new number is...